offering information for your mind, enabling transformation for your heart. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Sabbath School U. Today, some Christians say faith in Jesus is the only thing we need. But what about the commandments of God? I'm glad because we are joined today by a great company. Hey. <laughs> and we will, yeah, we will really get excited when we get to our lesson. And our lesson today is Christ, Church, and the Law. Okay, let, let us, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Could, you, could we start? Hi, Oleg. How's everything going? My name is Elroy. I am a production assistant here at Hope Channel and excited to be on the other side of the camera. Excellent. My name is Janelle, and it's good to be here. Excellent. I'm Michael Martell, and I'm excited about uh, this lesson, Christ Church and the Law, and, and uh, excited to see what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so, and Michael, could you uh, read the memory text for us, and then we will pray together. And sure. You, if you could pray for us as well. Sure, no problem. Uh, our memory text is taken from Revelation 14, 12, mm -hmm. and it says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Dear Father God, we, we thank you for the opportunity to, to be able to discuss this lesson and to um, talk about some of the, the themes that we see represented here. We ask that you will guide our thoughts, we, you'll guide our mind as we, as we discuss this topic and that we'll be inspired by what it is that you have to share with us. In your name I pray, amen. 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 Okay, so uh, we just, you, you heard me say that some Christians believe that Jesus is the only thing that we need. Je Jesus obviously is the only thing that we need, right? <laughs> right. I definitely. Right. But they say faith and that's it. And forget about the law. But in our memory text, we read something different. Let's mm -hmm. read our memory text again. And Janelle, mm -hmm. could you uh, read for us Revelation 14, 12? Absolutely. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Oh, wait a second. There is something different in this text uh, because some Christians say that Jesus, the faith in Jesus only, but yeah. here it says something different. What, do you, what would you say to that? Well, I feel like um, if, if all we're thinking about is that all we need is Jesus, or um, we're probably thinking of, we're, we're missing or we're forgetting that it's the faith that we have in Jesus mm -hmm. that is represented here through this covenant. Okay, so faith in Jesus, obviously, yes. And to add on to what Michael just said, also those who keep the commandments. Mm -hmm. So clearly there is some semblance of a law involved. So yeah, so not only those who keep the faith, but also those who are following the commandments. Right. So you can have faith, but there is something else that, is, that needs to be present somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then let's, let's discover what that is and how can we <laughs> literally keep the law and do we re even need to keep the law? We'll see. Right. Okay, so uh, first question, why, don't you, why do you think that God could create us without any ability to do evil? Sure, of course he could. But I, when I think of, when I think of what, life would be like without mm -hmm. the ability to, to uh, go astray. What are we? Automated robots? Is that life? What, what, is, what is living if what we're doing is mm -hmm. perfect in order? What is our relationship with the Creator? Mm -hmm. How does that work? That's the question I have for myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he could have, but then it would have taken out the choice. And then, like Michael was saying, we would just be robots. And then where would be, how could we love him or have a heart towards him if everything was, it wouldn't be genuine. We would just be computing. He could have just made trees then <laughs> and only had trees and there would be no need for human beings or for angels too. or any kind right, of beings. Right, and, right. But we would have just be doing only 
only just what he says, and that's not who he is. He's a God of love, which allows us to then have choice so and to we, choose to love okay, him. So we right. say that God is all-powerful, and that mm -hmm. he, he can do whatever he wants to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. But we also read in 1 John chapter 4, verse uh, 16, that God is love. Mm -hmm. And then there is another quote that I, I, will, be, I will make by C.S. Lewis. He said that love doesn't have claws. Mm. Claws. Mm. Mm. What usually claws are for, like when it's a cat? What, what, scratching and scratch and mm -hmm. do what like to even to help to help grip to help yeah, to grip constrict to contain exactly to grip to, to gain motion so what why do you think like if if love doesn't have claws it doesn't want to grip and if god is love how would he create us as robots it's impossible right. it right. is impossible right. because then we would just be he would have it would have been a useless process. Mm -hmm. A useless. Right. I, I just don't think that he would, in all of his might, or, might and glory, would just say, "Well, let me just create a robot," because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then that's all that there would be. But he wants us to openly and lovingly come to him, and he allows that. So he steps back and he sets these things out there for us and says, "You can choose. If you choose this, this will happen. If you choose this, this will happen." And he gives us the power of choice, and we're able to see with mm -hmm. that choice where we, where life can be, where we are, and how we can live every day and every moment, mm -hmm. and even into salvation. I think it's true. I think he ultimately also wanted to prove to the enemy that, hey, I made these creatures in my image, but at the same time, I give them the choice to love me. Mm -hmm. They don't have to love me by force, but um, they love me by choice. This is excellent, mm -hmm. because so if... so. He creates us because He is love, mm -hmm. and He wants us to love Him back. Yep. So it's just this, as you said, it's by choice that we want to love Him back. So mm -hmm. now we come to another language, covenantal language. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it sounds like, what, what is He talking about, covenantal language? <laughs> right. So what, what is the meaning of the word covenant? And just help me to remind me what it is. An, an agreement. Agreement. <laughs> okay. Maybe a promise. A, a promise. Mm -hmm. uh, an agreement. And I say a promise because between I, two parties, a promise between two parties. Yeah, between two parties that hold. There's a weight mm -hmm. held when you when you think about the word covenant. Mm -hmm. When you think about a promise, there's a okay, like so, contract. Right. Okay, like contract, but contract sometimes it's like a vow. A vow. Oh, a vow. Yeah. Mm. Like marriage. Like that. When you yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. 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 how long ago did you get married? I got married about four months ago. Four months oh. ago. Oh. Excellent. Yeah. So, so when you were standing right next to each other, you also gave some sort of uh, 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 went was, into agreement. There was an agreement between um, my wife, myself, and God. I mean, yes. I was there, and I read on my phone my vows. <laughs> so, and it was, you see, we even right. say, my, what, what did you read on your phone? My? My vows. Exactly, your vows. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is our agreement. And then she probably responded as well. She did. She Not did on her it. phone, but yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> so she's got better memory. I'm just <laughs> no, no, no. But this is what happens when, when you just, you enter this agreement, and then it's love mm -hmm. that takes place. Mm -hmm. And would you like to, to cheat on your wife? You wouldn't, because you love her. Mm -hmm. And there was an agreement, and you also love her. Without even an agreement, if you didn't say anything, you would still do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's move forward. Mm -hmm. So let's see what happened in the Garden of Eden. Mm, okay. In the Garden mm -hmm. of Eden. And if we go to Genesis chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. Seven, Genesis chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. And uh, Michael, could you read for us Genesis chapter 2, verses 17 and 18? Sure. Um, 17 reads... But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Okay, do you see, like, what, what do you see here? Is there an agreement? Is there anything of that nature? What do, what do you think is happening here? 
Yeah, there's an agreement. What kind of an agreement is there? The agreement says is, but of the tree of knowledge you shall not eat of it, because the agreement is if you do eat of it, you shall surely die. Mm -hmm. And what the previous text says, does it say about any other trees? It says of that every, every tree, tree of the garden you may eat freely. Mm -hmm. So it's a choice. Every tree in the garden you can eat freely, except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. And if you do, you shall surely die. I think here is also the birth, in a sense, of some form of a law. Mm -hmm. You know, because here it says, here are all the trees here, and you, and you can eat from every one of these trees, but this last tree, if you do, there's a cause and effect mm -hmm. kind of thing going on here, right. you know? So if you actually eat from this tree, there are going to be some consequences involved. You know, right. sometimes uh, people would say, oh, wait a second, when we talk about God of the Old Testament, he's so, he wants you to do all these things all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. But look what happens here. First, in verse 16, he says, God says, of every tree you can eat. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of trees, I'm sure. So he's just saying, <laughs> so first he's giving you a lot of fun. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then he says, but I've created everything for you. Enjoy mm -hmm. sure. it. Mm -hmm. But please, do not eat from this tree. This mm -hmm. one particular tree. And then he says, it's not the end. I will give you even more fun mm -hmm. in the form of whom? A companion. Verse 17, what does it say? Oh, sorry, in that verse 18. I'm going to give you a helper. A helper. Yeah. yeah, so it's like fun. A little tree and more fun. <laughs> Even more fun. Like right. I, I can only imagine. It was Friday night and Adam is like, oh, what a beauty. <laughs> and then he called her, oh, wow, Eve. Yeah. <laughs> so this is great. Look, look right. how, how awesome our God is yeah, In right. the very from the very beginning. Right. Lots of trees. Mm -hmm. But please don't eat one tree. And trust me, I will abundantly shower you with my blessings even more. Here's right. Eve. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't this amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay, so this is the, here we see it here. But then also what Elroy, you said that uh, the tree is also some form of a law. Law. Mm -hmm. Because of good and evil. Mm -hmm. right. By eating that, you will see, by tasting it, you will see what is good and evil. Mm -hmm. Cool, excellent. Let's move forward. Uh, so uh, in Genesis chapter 6, we read a, a very dramatic event in the history of the entire universe, I would even say. Right. Genesis chapter 6, verse 6. What does it say in your Bible, Elroy? Um, chapter 6, verse 6 reads, And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Mm. This is kind of scary to me. Right. You know, right. Because sorry literally is the equivalent of regret. Of regret. Right. Yeah. So imagine your creator regretting that he actually made you. You know, I remember being in college and you having to write term papers. And, um, you know, you start this three to five page report or what have you. And you get to the very end and you're almost like, oh, this is terrible. I got to go all the way back to the beginning. So it's almost like God was ready to press control, alt, delete on all of humanity. Mercy. Oh, it's scary, Mercy. You know? Mercy. It is, yeah. And his, and his heart was hurt. It said he was grieved in his heart. Mm -hmm. And you think of the heart of God, which is love, which is just mm -hmm. so much good, and how, how he set it up originally, and how he took his time, and all the days, and he put everything in place, and mm -hmm. gave all of this, and then we move along, and now it's come, some years come, and here it is, he's grieved in his and I'm, heart. I'm and I'm wondering, what had we become? Mm -hmm. to bring our creator to this point. Mm -hmm. You know, what was the world like? What, what, what had mankind become that, that put such a grievance in his heart? I mean, following yeah. everything. It's, I mean, Mike, if you think about it, it says it right here in verse 5, right before it. It says, um, then, the law, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was evil. Continually. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he was a f they weren't following any laws, I'm sure. But, but, right. look, but this what is did that look like? It must have been frightening mm. too. But this yeah. is just also amazing because he says that every intent. Every, every intent. intent. There was no good nature left, it so seems. It's not even actions that he's no. pointing out, but mm -hmm. every intent. intent. In the right. heart and the mind. Remember mm -hmm. what Jesus did when he came back? He said, 
your hearts. Mm -hmm. I'm looking into the heart. Mm -hmm. I know your heart just as God did. Mm -hmm. And sure. I'm mm -hmm. so sorry, mm -hmm. but I came to save you. Mm -hmm. Here's another love. Right. But look, look what happens next. It's just, uh, so he was sorry. Let me, let me just, uh, yeah, you need to highlight it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the most dramatic verse in the entire Bible. Mm -hmm. The most dramatic verse, in the, at least from my perspective. Mm -hmm. And maybe you, find, you will find even more dramatic verse. If you find, let us know. <laughs> yeah. And if you find a more dramatic verse, let us know. <laughs> Write to us, send us to you. Orgy, yes. So, um, so if we go, uh, th let me just ask you a question then. Uh, why do you think God cares that we do good and not evil? Because it seems like if he created us with, a, with a just, uh, if he gave us free will and free choice, etc., then you can say, okay, yeah, we decided to go straight. God, come on, stop worrying about us. Mm -hmm. why, do, why are you sorry anyway? You created us. Thank you very much. Thank you for your love. Let us go now. Mm, yeah. mm. Why does he care? Yeah, why does he care? Because he's good. Mm -hmm. And he's inclined, he wants, he wants us to be inclined to, to, who, he, to who he is. Mm -hmm. He's such a wonderful, powerful, just loving being. And I think to, to, to have seen, to, to, for what he saw, it just hurt because nothing there was showing the goodness that he initially started out. His whole establishment was about, I want to give, I want to give. Creating I want to give. in he his image. In his image because mm -hmm. he wants to give to us. Mm -hmm. He wants to have, uh, let us live, you know, life and have it more abundantly and mm -hmm. all of this stuff. I'm sure it was shortening lifespans right. and murder and hurt and pain. Their None evil nature feels, was actually... Yeah. None of that to feels good to us now. Right. I mean, I can only, if it doesn't feel good to us, you know, at this point, I can mm -hmm. only imagine what it was mm -hmm. for God to see people mm -hmm. whose hearts just didn't even have any bit of that left. Mm -hmm. And so why would he want us, I mean, that's, he didn't want for that to happen. Right. And it's, it's actually funny that Janelle says that. I'm going to um, step back from God as creator, okay. and I'm going to go now to God being parent. Now, if I have a, a son or mm -hmm. a daughter, mm -hmm. right, and I... Um, and I helped with not the birthing process, but I'm their father in a sense. And, you know, I watched them go from, from childhood to the, the, the development stages of their, their teenage years, right? And now I'm seeing this, this son or daughter who was so loving and, and so amazing in their youth, starting to grow up and become more rebellious, mm -hmm. starting to grow up and become more wicked, if you will. And in my mind, I'm just like, oh, like what? I didn't mean for them, for them to act this way, you know? I, I meant for them to love. I meant for them to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. And now, in, in a sense, I'm grieving because I remember in the earlier years how, um, their relationship was with me, you know? Mm -hmm. so. But you see, God, God also, I love it, I love it. And when God creates, he says, you're brothers and sisters, and even you need to take care of the creation. Remember mm -hmm. what Adam was interested with? Mm -hmm. You need to take care of the creation. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 21 and 22, and I will just quickly read it. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Amen. And then verse 22. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Mm -hmm. So God is, of course, he is sorry because he, it's like his little children, they are suffering. And if, if you think, oh, God, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me doing all these evil things. He will not... He, he, not just about you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The whole creation suffers from the evil acts that one can initiate. 
But and then just like what you were saying before about the parenting part, you know, having a child, having a daughter, it's just there's no such thing as I got it. Well, no, let me help. Right. I want to do this. I want to. Let me let me in. Help, let me be a part of it. I don't want to live this way. No, no, please come back. Mm. Do it this way. Mm. This way is so much better. And the thing that God has and that we don't have is that he has the ability to see beyond. Mm. And so sometimes as a parent, you look at your child and you can see beyond and you see the path and you see if you keep going this way, what's going to happen. But if you just turn and come this way, and mm. I think that's what God looked at. He said, yeah. just if you can turn and just come mm. and, and if, just and if God maneuver is a little love, better. What mm -hmm. would love be mm -hmm. if it watched you destroy yourself? Absolutely. Mm. What, would, what would real love, love look like? Love that. Yeah. Tweet, love tweet, that. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. I love that. <laughs> I love that. No, this is great. This okay. is great. Could you repeat it again? <laughs> Basically, if God is love, yes. what would love be if, if it watched you destroy yourself? This is excellent. Mm. On the path of destruction. Yeah. Mm. So look what God did, actually, when the, after the flood. Mm -hmm. What happened after the flood? Do you remember what sign was there? The rainbow. rainbow. The rainbow. And the promise, the covenant. And what was that covenant? What was that promise? That he would never destroy the earth again. With the, the flood. With the flood. With the flood. Yeah. You have to say with the flood, right. Not, yep. no, nothing will happen again because mm -hmm. I, will, I will try to come up with any different plan mm -hmm. that I can mm -hmm. so that we can be redeemed in other ways. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay, let's move forward. And then we go to Abraham. Mm -hmm. Abraham. Okay, it's Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. So you see there is... There is this groaning and sorry, but then at the same time, there is grace. Like, mm -hmm. I will never do it again. I'm so, uh, he's like, I'm sorry that you're so wicked, but I'm also sorry because I did it. It's mm -hmm. just like, oh, wow. It's like, I don't know what is happening. Anyway, <laughs> we will ask God. But, like, it's back to the parent thing. When, when you have to discipline a child, yeah. what, the saying that they say, ah. this is going to hurt me more than it yeah. hurts mm. you. I really believe mm. that yes. uh, being a new father, it, it hurts me more to see to have to punish my child because yeah. of the pain that he'll go through or what he'll be missing out on. Are you a parent? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what a parent talks about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is it. This is it. You know God better when you when you give birth to a child, apparently. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so let's move forward to Genesis 12. Now we read about Abraham. Mm -hmm. Janelle, could you read for us verses 1 through 3? Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Okay. Mm. How in Abraham all the families of the earth shall be blessed? Mm -hmm. Tell me. <laughs> How? From his seed. What was, what, what was his seed? Who was his seed? Well, seed? I think we, we come to understand through through more study that that seed is Christ. Uh. And, and this is the promise that he's giving to Abraham, to to the, the those who follow him, that, yes. that this seed, from your seed, a savior will come. Mm -hmm. And and this, this is the covenant, I believe, that's represented here. This is mm -hmm. so yep. great. And mm -hmm. look what happened in chapter 11. Do, like if turn, just turn your page one, one there, just turn your page in chapter 11. What, what does it say in, your, in the headline, the headline there? The, the Tower of Babel? The Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. What was the Tower of Babel? Was it good or evil? It was evil. It was evil. It was it was evil. evil. Mm -hmm. Look the solution now. I will create a new nation. Mm -hmm. And in that nation, that seed, Jesus Christ will be born. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, what about Abraham? What was so special about Abraham that he was chosen out of all people who live on earth? Abraham is interesting to me. Um, okay. <laughs> one of the most interesting characters in the Bible because, you know, when you're growing up and you're thinking about uh, Christianity and how to live a Christian life and how to, you know, follow God's laws and Ten Commandments, you wonder, how can anyone keep 
all of these commandments all the time, not just in your actions, mm -hmm. but in your thoughts and in your mm -hmm. heart. And um, Abraham, for someone who has gone through the things that he journeyed through, he made a lot of mistakes, mm -hmm. same as David, same as Job. Mm -hmm. However, there's something represented in the life of Abraham that God acknowledges. And I think it's, it's his trusting heart. It's his oh, faith. Oh, wow. This is mm -hmm. it. Through the sins that he, he committed, through the transgressions that he, he participated in, I think God searched his heart and yeah. found in him of faithfulness. Romans mm. talks about Abraham being justified by faith, and that's yes. exactly what it is. It was mm -hmm. his faith, it was yes. his willingness to continue to go after God, to mm -hmm. go and be in communion with God, mm -hmm. to be, to just know him and to listen. Mm -hmm. and, and all these things fell out of just because of him listening and wanting mm -hmm. to have a true relationship. He walked and talked with God mm -hmm. every day. But look, do we know anything about Abraham before the journey, he went on the journey? Sorry, but no, nothing. I mean, here's the funny thing I find. If, even if when you go back to our text, um, the Revelation 12, it says, here's the patience of the saints. It's strange because when it, you um, find Abraham in the story, Abraham is 75 years old. Yep. Mm. <laughs> 75 years old. So there is a whole period of his life. There was this whole waiting period before we Get find God him. dialoguing mm -hmm. with Abraham and Abraham at the time, excuse me, and talking about this promise. Mm -hmm. Almost the same thing with Noah. There's this patience before this promise is fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And when you take that to today's world, saying, hey, here is the patience of the saints yes. for those that wait on God, for those yes. that are, are patient and takes time to meditate upon him, but also faith living by Jesus faith. Christ. Right. Yes, yep. faith exactly. in Jesus yep. Christ. And also, don't forget about this covenant that we established, mm -hmm. right. this mm -hmm. covenant. Okay, let's move on. And we, we from Abraham, we jump all the way to Jesus Christ now. Amen. So we go to Jesus Christ and we see how in Jesus Christ, this covenant has been fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and before that, uh, it's just because when we, before that, we also can, we can obviously talk about Moses. Moses, when he was on the mountain, there, there was another. What, what, what kind of covenant was there when Moses was on the mountain? The, the commandments. The commandments. And this is what we've been talking about for, uh, for the past 12 weeks, in the past mm -hmm. 12 weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. The covenant has been established between people of God mm -hmm. and God himself. Right. And he said, here is the tree of good and evil, mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm -hmm. It will help you to identify what is good and what is bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is the meaning of the law in your life? Well, the law in just overall God's law? Yeah, just Ten Commandments. No, oh, ten ten, commandments. oh, the Ten Commandments. The ten commandments yes. Okay, the Ten Commandments in my life is, is, a, is a practical guideline to live. Um, it's how I love God and how I show God's love mm -hmm. to others. Mm -hmm. That's what it is for me. Mm -hmm. I do it because so out of the love. Two commandments. Love your God with all your heart and love your neighbor with your... Uh, that's how it falls yourself. down. And First I, four I is about believe, God, six about others. I do believe that's how the Ten Commandments can, can be summed up because the mm -hmm. truth is, is that when you understand how God's law is administered in our life, mm -hmm. that it's through our faith and by His grace that we're saved. The, the, the Ten Commandments don't look like a list of things you must check off daily. Mm -hmm. It looks like a, a, a mindset. Mm -hmm. it, it looks like a lifestyle mm -hmm. when you talk about loving God and loving your brother. And, and I don't know that there's anything more beautiful than the idea that through my sin, through my transgression, there's this grace, there's this covenant that God has already promised, that God has mm -hmm. already saved us through, that I can rely on. But I have to remain faithful. I have to remain mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. And then when Jesus comes, this is what he brings as well. Mm -hmm. Did Jesus abolish the law by any chance? No. I don't know. No. So. No? No. 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 
In fact, he, he, said, he said, I didn't come to abolish the law. Right. But what did he come to do? <coughs> in he, Matthew 5, yeah. But Matthew yeah. 5. Yeah, it's, he said to, to, to do what? Not to abolish the law, Matthew 5, Fulfill 17. Fulfill the law. Fulfill. Oh. But fulfill the law. And in what sense did he fulfill the law? I believe it was his death on the cross. Yeah. I believe that the, the blood of Jesus in his act of dying on the cross was the fulfillment of what it was that was trying to be administered through mortal hands or where God has said before Jesus came, we have to live by these laws. That was how we maintained our integrity. And now through Christ, we no longer have to rely on ourselves. We can rely on, on God, on Jesus. This, this is great. And then it comes to another point, which is the concluding point of our study. Then the faith played a very significant role in the life and teachings of Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. Faith. Why do you think faith then played so, such a significant role in the life of Jesus? Why law didn't play such a significant role in the life of Jesus? I think when, when you're going by law, you have to rely on your own works. Mm -hmm. When you're going by faith, you're relying on what God has already promised, and you live your life in that way. Mm -hmm. So God had already promised that you will be saved through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Remember the, uh, John chapter 3, verse 16? Do you remember what it says? For God so loved the world. world. That he gave yes. the only begotten Son. So that whosoever believes in him. So whosoever, believes. what does, have, has faith, mm -hmm. you will be saved. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. This is amazing. Okay, but what, uh, like, going back to our uh, text, <laughs> our text, <laughs> which was uh, from, taken from Revelation. This is actually the last book of, uh, uh, of Christian mm -hmm. Bible, mm -hmm. of the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, even though it wasn't the, last, the latest book that was written, because the latest probably was the Gospel according to John, but it's the, one of the, the last book of the, in our Bible. Mm -hmm. It's in verse, uh, it's chapter 14, verse 12. It says, here is the patience of the saints. Mm -hmm. And then what, what does it say, if, if you can continue? Here are those, oh, go ahead. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. The faith of Jesus. So what, how can we make it work, the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus? It, to, it, it kind of goes back to, to the love aspect. Mm -hmm. um, I think be, because of the love, you can keep the commandments, but because of the love, you have faith. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can pull one necessarily from the other. I think as the relationship develops and it grows, you're able to see, you're able to understand, you know that, he, and he's already promised it. If you mm -hmm. believe, because faith is a belief, mm -hmm. it's a substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen, so you have to believe. And if we believe and if we know that Christ has saved us, there's our faith. Um, and then the commandments mm -hmm. comes out of the love that we have because it is established through the faith. Mm -hmm. Faith grows the love and then it just kind of runs into the commandments. Mm -hmm. I keep them because we're just all good together. God and I are good. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. and, and, and mm -hmm. it's, it's actually Christ's church and the law. So mm -hmm. Christ's church is just the, the manifesto of the church as well, maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. the, if you will, the constitution of the church. Mm -hmm. And because <laughs> the church was called to be the kingdom of God, the representatives of the kingdom of God that is here and then it, that is to come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we can, we are proclaiming his kingdom. Mm -hmm. How do you proclaim his kingdom? By loving God and loving people. Yes. Right. Literally. So. Yes, this is excellent. And this is how your faith in whom? In Jesus, in Jesus. Christ is manifested. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Yep. Because this is what Jesus himself said. That's why when I, now, how Ten Commandments play, like what role do Ten Commandments play in this? I think the Ten Commandments seconds. gives us tools, gives us a guideline on mm -hmm. how to help display that love, that faith of, of, of who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they have to work hand in hand. It's not that, that grace came and, and the law no longer applies. It, mm -hmm. It's that grace came and we're no longer saved or 
we don't have to view our salvation through these steps. Mm -hmm. our, sal our salvation is reliant on God's grace and our faith in Him. But those Ten Commandments show us how we can show others mm -hmm. um, of, that, of that relationship with Christ. Yeah, you're given, you're given this salvation, now go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. There it is. This is what, what Jesus mm -hmm. would say. Mm -hmm. This is, I, I was really, truly blessed. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us as well. If you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. It's uh, www.sabbathschool.org. Remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation. It's for the head and for the heart. For Sabbath School U, I'm Oleg.